0: Welcome to Engage Your Tribe, a podcast about the art and science of audience engagement. I'm Jeremy Sheeran, and my guest is Aaron Ruane, Executive Vice President of Marketing at Trader Interactive. Aaron, welcome to the show. It's great to have you.
1: Thank you so much. It's great to be here.
0: So, we have a great topic to talk about today. Before we dive in, I'm just going to do a little shameless plugging if you'll if you'll bear with me. Sure. I know I hope it's not too painful. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Engage Your Tribe is brought to you by Tribal Knowledge Podcasting. We are a full-service B2B podcasting agency, and we help brands just like yours use podcasting as a fun and efficient way to have authentic conversations with the buyers and decision makers you need to get to know to grow your business. And you can learn more about all that good stuff at tribknowledge.com. Okay, now that that's over with, back to you back to <laughs> nice this job back to the, oh, thank you thank you very much okay <laughs> so so tell us a little bit about your background in marketing and about trader interactive
1: yeah so 25 plus years in marketing and selling marketing services in a variety of verticals and boy have things changed over that period of time so broadcast media print media into digital media and marketplaces the home building vertical, the real estate vertical, and now with Trader Interactive, commercial and recreational vehicles. So, you know, livelihood vehicles and lifestyle vehicles. I've spent time on the corporate side, the agency side, and also as an entrepreneur in a variety of channels, you know, B2B, B2C, and even B2E, business to employee channel. So it's it's been a great ride. I've learned a lot and it's been a lot of fun. Where I am now is, is a business called Trader Interactive. And uh, we operate a portfolio of 14 branded specialty vehicle marketplaces that are leaders across massive end markets. So the brands that you may be most familiar with are RV Trader and Cycle Trader. And so we work with dealers. Our core solution is really a subscription marketplace offering that provides these dealers the opportunity to get in front of interested consumers, interested shoppers. And so because we bring this massive audience to them, we really are a a must-have solution in an increasingly digital world. And believe it or not, these industries that we serve have combined annual sales of about $500 billion dollars So it's a pretty massive opportunity and and Mm -hmm. the mass, the 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 majority of those sales happen through these dealers that we serve. So uh, in addition to the marketplace offering, we also have data services, we have software services. Really, you know, anything that helps these dealers run their businesses more um, smartly, more efficiently is the business that we're in. And it's interesting as we think about audiences because we are a marketplace. We really have two equally important audiences. We have the dealer who's trying to mm-hmm. sell, and we have the consumer who is trying to buy. And um, so it's always uh, interesting from a marketing perspective: how do we engage with both of those audiences in a way that resonates and makes sense, and sort of ends in you know mutual benefit for for both parties?
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's that's that is really interesting, and. Even more interesting these days, given all the supply chain issues that, you know, when we chatted a few weeks ago, you mentioned that a lot of these folks, they don't have enough vehicles to sell. You know, it's hard to find cars or RVs these days. And so, and that has obvious implications for you guys, right? Because the first thing companies always tend to cut is the marketing. I mean, especially when, well, we don't have enough stuff to sell, why do we why do we need to spend all this money on marketing and on these marketplaces so so how have you been dealing with that how from a marketing perspective like you have to be agile and pivot right so how how do you change your messaging to adjust to that how do the how have the conversations that you're having with both your customers and with prospective customers how have those been evolving and changing
1: it's definitely been a challenge for all parties and so i think The days of a dealer having messaging around individual pieces of inventory are behind us, right? And the days of us building a business off of just inventory marketing, those days are behind us as well. So it's been a challenge and it's happened so quickly that everyone has really had to pivot. And so, you know, we're really taking the time right now to emphasize the importance of staying consistent with your marketing messaging, because yes, you know, while marketing can be the first to be cut during challenging times, really, um, the consumer has never been more active the consumer is out there searching for these right. units the consumer is out there looking to you know find who is the best resource for information and when these units do become available where do i want to buy so you know if you're not active right now when consumer shopping is at maybe an all time high you know you're really conspicuous by your absence and so you're missing just this awesome, you know, demand that is surging. So, you know, when that piece of inventory a consumer wants does become available, you want them to think of you first, but it is a challenge. How do you do that without the inventory to market? So what we've been educating dealers about is is really interesting. It's how do you change your messaging to focus less on specific pieces of inventory and more on the overall value prop? You know, who are you as a dealer? Mm. What value do you offer? And also education. It's been very interesting to watch these industries change and change fast during COVID, particularly the RV industry. So, believe it or not, the RV industry has been completely transformed as a result mm. of COVID with a whole new generation of buyers flooding the market. So just in the last couple of years, there's actually been a 23% increase in buyers under the age of 34, mm. which is by far the greatest uh, growth in any one demo. And so what does this mean? You know, we all know who this consumer is, right? They're digitally savvy They are highly demanding. They want information online. They want to be able to transact online, but they need education. They're new to this, right? And so a dealer cannot ignore this market because this market is buying a lifestyle. They're very portable in their careers. Let's face it, in a remote first world, they can work anywhere. And so if you as a dealer can market effectively to these consumers by educating them and letting them sort of, taste and sample the lifestyle, if you will, not only will you get this purchase, but you'll have a customer for life because these folks are going to be purchasing, you know, you can say RVs for many, many years. So it's really important that our dealers get this right and that they don't go dark during this challenging time. But again, as I mentioned earlier, we have two different audiences to satisfy. We have, you know, the dealer audience, and then we also have the consumer audience. And so, you know, obviously we're looking to to tweak our messaging towards the consumer as well, because frankly, inventory issues are a problem on both sides of of the transaction. So, you know, if dealers don't have the inventory to sell, consumers aren't able to buy. And so to help offset that issue, we adjust our message, you know, in the marketplaces that we control and also our resources to help inform consumers why now may be the time to sell their unit if they already have a unit, because dealers are looking to actually buy. And then we also created a really interesting uh, and unique product to actually support that transaction as well. So what's been super interesting during this pandemic is the role reversal where you know consumers were always buying, dealers were always selling. There's now been this ro- role reversal as well, where dealers are looking to buy to increase their demand and sellers are looking or consumers are looking to sell. So we yeah. have had to really you know augment and change and 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 stay nimble with our messaging to to sort of stay ahead of that evolving landscape as well.
0: Yeah. Wow, it's an interesting time in your in your world.
1: <laughs> Pretty dynamic, isn't it?
0: Yeah, never a dull moment it sounds like. And I mean, that's what's Absolutely. fun about marketing, right? It's it it, there, it things are always changing, whether it's technology or the economy or supply chains or all that stuff. So and you know, I I don't know anything about the world of RVs, but that makes total sense. Like, and I'm guessing that a, that a lot of it is you mentioned younger people getting into R- RVs, spurred by it's harder to travel overseas. Well, let's get an RV and and travel around the country, right during during COVID. And absolutely. And but then buying an RV is like buying a house. I mean, it's a major purchase. You don't know what you're doing. Like you you know you don't want to make the wrong choice. You need a lot of education to feel good about what you're doing, I'm guessing.
1: That's absolutely right. And and folks under 34, you know, they wanna be experts at things too, right? And they're making this massive investment. So, you know, I can speak from experience, you know, we pulled a big RV onto a campground for the first time in, in my husband and in my, you know, lifetime together. And we learned a lot and we made a couple of mistakes and, and we could have used the education from a dealer mm-hmm. to say, Hey, you know, these are the top 10 things you need to really think about before you enter into this transaction. And these yeah. are the the, the maybe some of the you know not so glamorous parts of owning an r v and and what does this lifestyle mean, right? So that folks can really educate themselves and uh, and go in you know fully fully armed to actually succeed at living that lifestyle. but but, yeah, I mean, you'll see people around campgrounds, you know outside of their rVs, you know, sitting there with their laptop and their cell phones and they're working mm-hmm. away. and what a better lifestyle to have if you can work from anywhere, right?
0: Yeah, right. Especially these days when you kind of can, you can, you know, work from just about anywhere. So, yeah, you know, last year, last year, my brother, he lives up in the Detroit area. He rented an RV. And he, the idea was, you know, take the kids and and drive up north to like northern Michigan. It's really nice up there. But he realized he'd never done this before with an RV. He realized, well, this is, there's a lot to do to run an RV, like there's a lot of moving parts and pieces just to make the thing work and maintain it. So my kids ended up going with him. My kids are a little older. He kind of recruited them because my brother's kids are younger. And he's like, yeah. I need you to come to just help me run this thing. And <laughs> yeah. I didn't go. So I just heard the stories, though. And I was like, oh, wow. Yeah, I never quite thought about it. But it is like it's like running a house. It's like a house on wheels. You, there's it's a lot a big to deal. It. Yeah. Which
1: is even more dangerous than a stationary house, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So so and again, from a marketing perspective, both for, for your clients, for you guys, for RV owners, th- this upheaval with COVID and supply chains, the other I think, you know, what I'm one thing I'm taking away from what you're saying is that it presents a lot of problems, but it also presents some really interesting opportunities. Absolutely. That you can yeah, take advantage. But again,
1: of you have to be present in yeah. order to do that and, and you have to be present through content marketing and through delivering that content and the right channels. Again, I, I really believe strongly that you have to create lifestyle opportunities, you know, and those could be offline events. You know, if you think about an RV dealer, for example you know, potentially having a wonderful open house event at his or her dealership where, you know, you do have units there that you can merchandise and, potential buyers can come in and, uh, you know, maybe you have the grill going and maybe you have, you know, a fireworks display and, and, you know, you can really sort of ask consumers to come in and really taste and sample the lifestyle. So Mm. you can really get them hooked on that. so that again, you know, now they're following your social channels. Now they've met your, you know, your, your sales team. Now they know a little bit more about your dealership. You've got their contact information and you can continue to market to them over a period of time as they're getting ready. And as they're educating themselves, And then boom, you know, when that piece of inventory does come available, they're going to, of course, not have a reason to go anywhere else. So it's really about, to your point, staying nimble, understanding this very dynamic world that we're living in and how consumer behavior has changed, what information they need from us as marketers to stay engaged, to stay educated, and then to hopefully, you know, make that transaction with us, you know, when the time is right for them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Just embracing the opportunities that present themselves. You know, here's an That's idea, right. by the way. This just popped in my head. What if you did an RV thing like at your dealership, a sleepover? You get yeah. to come and actually spend a night <laughs> yeah. in the RV. And we'll have a Try cookout out. and show a movie outside. And it'll be fun. And you'll meet people. Perfect. Right? You're under
1: the stars. I mean, yeah. bring your family. Life couldn't be any better. Yeah.
0: If I ever own an RV dealership, I might do that.
1: That's awesome. You know what we were at? <laughs> that's awesome. You should. We And you should buy an RV. And I know exactly where you can get one. At RVDA, so it's the Big Dealers Conference just a few weeks ago in Las Vegas, we, we spoke to a group of, of about 30 dealers from across the country. And that's exactly what we were talking about, is these lifestyle experiences, stepping outside of the traditional marketing box. And so we asked for uh, you know, participation from the audience, hey, what are you doing that's different than what you were doing two years ago, five years ago? So, to be able to allow people to really try on this lifestyle and sample and to, again, build your list um, and build your community. And, and that was one of the things that one of the dealers had offered was this, you know, this open house, this sort of mm-hmm. sleepover concept. And it was super, super successful for them. And it was something that, you know, two years ago, five years ago, they never would have imagined mm. having to do, wanting to do, thinking about doing. And yet here we are. And what a wonderful way to build community yeah. and to have personal touch touch points with folks again in an era when we're all doing things through this screen, right? So it, it was it was a really nice point where a, a lot of the other dealers in the room said, oh man, you know, I'm gonna write that down. That was a really, a really great opportunity. Yeah. So those are the types of conversations that we're now having. And, and again, I think you have to, as a business, I mean, you know, we're here to be a successful business after all this is not a way that we're making money. You know, we're RV mm-hmm. Trader isn't making money off of that, you know, tidbit that we're offering to a dealer. But you know what? Right. We are business partners, mm-hmm. right? And we're consultants. And so, you know, the same way they're having to pivot, you know, we're having to pivot. How can we create a relationship with them that is effective short-term and long-term? Because again, this market is going to move. It's going to shift. They always do. And, uh, you know, when inventory comes back, we do still have those opportunities for them to market and sell their Mm -hmm. inventory on RV trader. And and we want to be, you know, top of mind for them. So it's the same, right?
0: Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, that's the whole premise of content marketing done well, right? right. It's not like you're gating the content or you have to buy it. It's you're giving it away, but, but it's to develop relationships and earn trust and cement relationships and that stuff. Maybe it's hard to draw a super direct line to revenue, but you can draw that line. I mean, it's, it's really important okay. and it does help grow your business in the long run.
1: Relationships are key. Absolutely key.
0: Yeah. And especially yeah. In, an, in a digital age, it's not always going to be face to face. You know, it That's has exactly to be, you right. have to have stuff on your website. It has to be at least partly digital.
1: Yeah, and as much as our CFOs um, may not like to hear this, not everything that we do has a direct and tangible and immediate ROI. <laughs> right. 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 So we as marketers, I think, always have to be armed with that knowledge and with sort of expecting that pushback from our friends in mm-hmm. finance, but yeah. understanding that you know there is there is such a benefit to your point, content marketing, to building relationships, to be you know more than a vendor, to being a business partner.
0: Yeah. That's a whole discussion unto itself. Just sort you of the it. whole philosophy of that, and like how you you know how you do it, and fascinating stuff. Well, it's it's an interesting time to be a marketer. You know, it
1: sure is. It sure is. A lot has changed, and we're learning a lot. And and I think you know we're challenging each other too, and sort of stealing each other's best practices. And and what a great community you've built, you know, for folks to be able to learn um, from one another as well. So so thank you for everything that you do.
0: Oh, well, I appreciate that. Well, thank you yeah, for being part that. of the community, for contributing. Yeah. What a what a great discussion. Really enjoyed it. Really had fun. Thanks so much.
1: Absolutely. Thank you. Appreciate it.
0: That's it for this episode of Engage Your Tribe. You can subscribe anywhere you get podcasts on any podcast app. And while you're at it, you might as well give the show five stars and leave an over-the-top comment about how much you love the podcast. You know you want to. If you're a marketer or an internal communicator and you're interested in podcasting, we've got tons of free resources on the website at TribKnowledge.com. That's T-R-I-B-Knowledge.com. Thanks for listening and staying engaged.